Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life. Well, things are pretty normal here in New York as that it is snowing, and we expect that in January, and the airport in Israel is completely locked down. You can't get in and out of the country, and that is completely not normal. Well, what is normal these days anyway? Good morning, everybody, and thanks for listening. My name is Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network. You can find me here every Thursday right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. Nahum will be hosting today's live lunch all by himself. I am not in the studio today as I am still taking a couple of days for vacation and I thank everyone for covering for me while I have been out. Yes, it is a crazy time here in the United States, crazy time on this planet, but yes, we do have a new president, we have a new vice president, we have a lot of new things going on, and maybe, 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 maybe before the end of this year, I'll get vaccinated. Who knows? I'm losing faith in that whole I'll be vaccinated sooner or later thing. I don't know what to say. Anyway, let's get to today's national holidays. You know, I always seem to miss a fun day. Tomorrow, folks, Friday is National Fun Day at Work. I know, I know. Why is it that National Fun Day at Work is always a day where I'm not at work? What is that about? But let's go over today's national holidays. Today's national holidays include, one second, I just lost my page. Today's national holidays include Data Privacy Day, National Kazoo Day, National Pediatrician Day. Shout out to Dr. Breyer. National Pediatrician Day. He is our pediatrician. And Dr. Blinderman, National Rubber Ducky Day. Now listen, the general belief is that Rubber Ducky Day is today because it's also Ernie's birthday. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you have not watched enough Sesame Street in your life. And that is something that you should work on immediately. It's also National Thank a Plug-in Developer Day. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure Mark Zomik does. And so um, maybe I'm supposed to be thanking Hillel Schachter? I don't know. Avrami, you tell me. Who am I supposed to be thanking today on National Thank a Plug-in Developer Day? I don't know. You can get back to me on that. It's also my weekly reminder, folks. Make sure to wear a mask. Practice social distancing and wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. It's not that complicated. It's going to keep us safe. It's going to keep us healthy. And again, that mask, folks, is not just for you. It's also for the people around you. Be courteous. Be kind. Let's take care of each other. Also, I'm going to remind everyone that soon, before we know it, in just about a month, a little less, oh my gosh, it's Purim. And it's Purim that led me to invite on, I know you think that there's no sec, that this is a total non sequitur, but I promise you it makes sense. It was Purim that inspired me to invite on our next guests. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I'm joined by two fan favorites, two people who have joined me before here on That's Life. We haven't heard from them in a while, and I'm excited to welcome them back. It's Leslie Gang and David Canterfogel, the co-founders of Hindi's Libraries. As you know, Hindi's Libraries began in August of 2018 when we as a community lost the amazing Dr. Hindi Krinsky at a young age. But to continue Hindi's legacy, her family and friends chose to build three freestanding libraries in her children's school. In order to fill these libraries, they reached out to the community to, to donate gently used books. And in, within two weeks, as the story goes, they received approximately 500 books. And Hindi's libraries additionally continued to grow. 
And with a couple years under their belt, they have collected an inordinate, an inordinate <laughs> number of books. And they have sent books to all 50 states, Puerto Rico, Africa, India, and Israel. And we are looking forward and excited that both founders are joining us this morning so we can get an update on where we are. So, Leslie and David, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. Total pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Leslie, we're going to start with you only because you are the person with whom I burden the boxes of books that I leave on your front doorstep. (laughs) And so I think it's only befitting that I turn to you first. During COVID, and I know we have a whole bunch of stats to go through, and I appreciate it, and we're going to get to them, but just tell me anecdotally, during COVID, how many people reached out to you to donate books in comparison to the previous year and a half before COVID started, but Hindi's library had already began. Tell me what those two, those two situations look like. So, I mean, people always reach out to us since our inception to donate, but because everyone has been home for so long, um, everyone's been coming with books. Um, I mean, people, I don't even know sometimes when I come home and there's like 15 boxes at my door. I need to climb over them to get into my house. Um, and then, like, you know, the local vendors that are our drop locations call us. They're like, you're going to need a van because we have, like, 30 boxes here. And it's been amazing because people now have time to go through their books. So it's been, you know, right before the pandemic, we actually emptied out our storage unit. Maybe, like, a quarter of the unit was left with books. And I was so excited to have an empty unit and feel accomplished that all of our books are gone. If I tell you now, it's almost at capacity. <gasps> In addition to my garage being at capacity... Um, because the books are just coming, and it's amazing because at the same time, my recipients are reaching out to us because while we've been home, the general public, you know, now I know we're all back at work, but over the last few months, majority of us have been home or working remotely. These recipients have been open. These are our medical centers. Mm. These are foster care agencies. These are nonprofits who've been serving children during the pandemic, especially when um, libraries were closing. So we had to, like, double time. You know that guy, that, like, boxing guy, like, Bo, whatever his name is? Bo, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you're dating like, yourself. Double time, go. And you right. Um, so we trying to quickly sort label and ship them out because, you know, it was a crazy supply and demand. It's been intense. That is un. Believable. I mean, it, it makes sense. And it, by the way, the second part of it didn't occur to me, meaning, yeah, everyone's home or everyone was home. Everyone's nesting. Everyone's this. Everyone's that. That I get. But it didn't it didn't it didn't occur to me that that the that the recipients were all still open. That is that is mind boggling to me. And right. and to hear from them, I'm sure the demand was obviously was probably even bigger. And I wonder what their COVID restrictions were on the books that you were sending them. Right. So um, the truth is I tried going through the books that were not touched by anyone. You know, something was newly donated. I kind of left it on the other side of my garage, and I went through what was there pre-COVID that had not been touched. Um, You know, of course, gloves and labels for everything, not even just the new books. And it it was just me trying to be cautious i'm sure some of them left the books out just out of their cautionary purposes right. in their office um, but i'll tell you also people in the community in our community when libraries closed i got crazy amounts of requests from moms families saying oh. help me i'm home i'm losing my mind because i have three four five six seven eight children and i have nothing to do with them and i can't go anywhere and the libraries are closed 
So that was something we also never did before, but we opened up to the general public, not just recipients, that's in the spring. That's that. Uh, um, I, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. I, I it didn't even occur to me. Also, the whole right. library is being cold and cold. The library is being closed, and the needs for individuals and families, yeah. you know, to get to get them as well. David, let me ask you about the the financial pull as a result of all of this. I mean, on the one hand, demand is up, and we got to get these books out. And in addition, people are out of work. And non-for-profits are exceedingly concerned that the backlash on their on on their end and on their bottom line is going to be felt as a result of the fact, understandably so, that if people don't have an income, they can't give either. So where did that leave you guys? I mean, um, you know, as you know, literally every dollar that we take in goes back into labels and shipping books out. Um, so we just kind of... Um, kept going with what we have gotten over the past two years. Um, you know, that's as we've grown. So thankfully, um, donations have grown. But, yeah, I just I, I mean, I don't know what else I can say other than whatever people have given us, we use for, like, literally the thing that we do. So, you know, we it was harder to do um, to organize certain kinds of fundraising events that we've done. Um, Leslie did great work with things like the, the Thanksgiving um, event that we did last year. So she did it in front of the library this year. You know, last year, obviously, it was indoors. This time it was outdoors. So things have been different and looked funny. Thankfully, people have continued to give as they've been able. Um, our new uh, endeavors, again, something we did last year, which I'll, I'll let Leslie explain because she knows she, she's on top of everything like always. Um, Leslie, you want to explain the perm cards? Oh, sure. Um, so basically, last year, it occurred to me very late, I mean, like, I don't know, two weeks before Purim, that it's a thing people do, right. that instead of, you know, posturing with um, making packages and themes and spending all this money, people send cards. And I think it only occurred to me when I got a card from someone. Mm. So very last minute, I called our printer, I created a card, and we made, we made a decent amount of money, even with a short time. So this year, what we're offering, like many shuls and nonprofits, is... Um, an acknowledgement card that says, in lieu of Mishloch Manot, a donation to Hindi's libraries has been made by, fill in the blank, um, in your honor. And we're selling those for $5 a piece. We will be mailing them. So on your behalf, there's no need to do any work besides shoot me an email with, hi, this is my name, this is who it's from, these are the people to please mail to. Um, I, last year I had people in the community who wanted to include these cards in their Mishloch Manot packages. So sometimes I would deliver or local people would pick up or I would mail them in bulk to the person who placed the order. Um, but it's something that this year I saw an email from another organization saying it's not too early for Purim. I'm like, you know what? It's not too early for Purim. And so we did a blast for that. So hopefully, um, and you see, like Mary, you asked about finances. People don't have a lot and it's really tough. Even though many of us are getting back to work, it's not the same. And it's certainly not the same yet. So I'm hoping... With $5 a card, which is hopefully a minimal amount, something that people would be spending money, if not more money, on during this holiday, um, this kind of would be a good way for them to do good while us to, you know, make a little bit of money. Because five cards, $25, one box ship. So I'm hoping that will help. Oh, I... I I imagine that it will. I certainly imagine that it will. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network, co-founders 
of Hindi's Libraries. Leslie Gang and David Canterfogel join me this morning. Hindi'sLibraries.com is where you can find all of the information that we are talking about in terms of Hindi's Libraries. Now, I want you to know something. It's that email about the Purim card blasts <laughs> that did two things. Number one, prompted me to be in touch with you and say, we got to set something up. I haven't heard from you guys in a while and neither of my listeners. But in addition, it prompted me to say, oh my God, Purim's around the corner. Why are we talking about Purim cards? But yeah, we're talking about Purim cards because Purim is around the corner. And it a little bit freaked me out, but I felt better about it knowing that all I had to do was send you a list of things, a list of people, names, addresses and whatever and you would take care of it for me and that is a load off because i gotta tell you i didn't realize how just close i mean perms this month right yeah and also people don't want to i mean i know a lot of people don't want to go to people's houses drop right. things off it's still very iffy there right so i'm hoping instead of paying on one of those websites you know 75 dollars for some things that many of us will i don't know show our kids and then like when they're not looking throw them in the garbage because you know we don't even really eat them right mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm hoping that for five dollars It'll be a way to inspire someone to do something good and get it taken care of. Right. No, 100%. It's $5 a card. You can email Leslie. Excuse me. You can email Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, at hindyslibraries.com. That's hindyslibraries.com. You can also, of course, go to the website to get more information about the organization, about getting involved. Um, David, I know that um, everyone would want an, a quick update in terms of the familial reaction to the growth of Hindi's libraries. You know, it's a long way from three independent drop-off book, you know, sources kind of thing, library independent. The whole thing is this is, I mean, this is a far cry from what you guys started. So tell me about your reaction and the kids' reaction to the growth of this unbelievable organization. So, um, you, what you may not know about is that our house, before Hindi's Libraries was a twinkle in anybody's eye, was packed, stuffed with books already. Um, Hindi was a lover of literacy on every level for every kid everywhere. So um, seeing a house full of books was not something new, and seeing tons more books, and they, I mean, our mission is so simple that, you know, a four-year-old can understand what's going on. Um, seeing that happen all around them, they rolled with it so well. You know, they helped us with different kinds, with packaging and with labeling and all that stuff. And they were so used to answering the door and taking books in. Um, they didn't mind the boxes that would pile up and go away. Uh, they loved volunteers when we would do some things, you know, in my house. Um, they, they love having volunteers over and being a part of it. We call them, we call them mom books. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, honestly, it's, it's, it's one of the things that changed the least was having a house full of books. Wow. It was very natural. That's that's amazing. And I imagine that where 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 the libraries are now, the fact that in the most recent stats sent to me by Leslie Gang, there are 400 organizations spanning all across all 50 states that have received donations from Hindi's libraries. And recently there's a partnership with the skincare company Teal Botanicals to ship books to the Philippines. I mean, I have to imagine, no offense to you, David, that Leslie's going to be the one to speak about the skincare uh, collaboration. Yes. But, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. How, how, why would you guess that? I know. Where, I mean, total left field, buddy. Total left field. Um, it was shot in the dark. But in terms of, I mean, in terms of we're talking about 
how 115,000 books have been collected and the growth of this organization. I mean, thank God your house did not see 115,000 books at once. But but still, I mean, it has to be there are ideas that are that are great ideas and then they peter out. And then there are great ideas that start small again, whose concept is simple and pure and grow into something like this. I mean, it's still it has to be astounding. Really, it's it's crazy in a really good way. Um, and, you know, even when, even when we get in a flow, like three days ago, my husband says, wow, the garage is looking really good. You're getting so many books out. I get an email from White Plains. Hi, we just did a book drive. We have 45 boxes for you. Come get them now. And I'm like, okay. Right. Thank so you. So it's this right. constant churn, which is amazing. Um, so it's like you get your mojo, kind of like even when you think like, okay, we're, it's, it's relaxed. Then you get that phone call, you're back in the zone. Um, and then it's funny because I end up packing like 15 boxes of labeled books that night because you just, you have them. It's such a rush to know that you could do so much with them. And then always like seeing the new books is always fun and seeing titles you've never seen before is always exciting. And then hilarious titles that you don't know why children should ever have, but you know. Um, <laughs> right. There are those. There are those. But at any point, you know, you've heard it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At any point, by the way, I mean, let's be honest, between the both of you, at any point were you just so frustrated or overwhelmed either by the financial responsibilities? Because, again, even though it's only twenty five dollars a box and that's that's a that's a small amount of money that goes a long, long way. So. Even at $25 a box with this inundation of books, I mean, is there at any point you just like either look at each other or you're just like, yeah, yeah, I got to I, I gotta take a break. I got to be done. Maybe this isn't a good idea anymore. It, it's become too overwhelming. Are you ever at that point? I think, I think it's been it. more, you know, uh, things like COVID <laughs> that have made us, um, you know, life changes and things that we just, you know, it does take a lot of time and effort um, when you're doing books. Uh, but honestly, the conversations Leslie and I have are more like, hey, what else could we do? Wow. Um, yeah. listen, probably listen, Leslie there are then tries to I... kill me. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's really, listen, it's really different. I have so much less manpower now. A good portion reasoning of that is a lot of our main group of volunteers were high school seniors last year who are now either in Israel or in college. And listen, life changes, life goes on. And you can't really recruit new people during a pandemic. Right. And that was really hard because it was a, a very few people going through those books. And it was slow. And like I told you, the demand was so high and the books were piling up. So I did an all call on Instagram. And like, I'm so, I'm never in front of the camera. I'm always behind the scenes typing. But I did like a from my car, almost tears in my eyes, like I need help mm -hmm. because we got delivered 9,000 books. And I'm looking at them. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I work full time. My kids are with me when I'm home. And about three or four volunteers, some of them strangers, found us on Facebook and said, I live locally. Leave me boxes and I'll keep churning them. And this was two weeks ago. Since then, I've shipped out about 30 boxes because <sighs> they've been taking them, labeling them, bringing them to me, and I'm packaging them based on the request. And it's such... You don't even know. I mean, it, like I did, I have been getting really frustrated with the sense of how do I do this? One, I'm one person, Dub is one person. How? It's, and the struggle is real, and people really need books, and the people home have the books. But, oh, my God, I'm staring at them. And it's been, you know, we I call ourselves like the book matchmakers, like the shop <laughs> in the middle. Someone needs books. Someone has books. We're pairing them right. with a sticker of Hindi. 
But getting these volunteers, and even if it's four or five people, the they're all taking three boxes, four boxes, eight boxes. That's a lot of books that kids send out, and it's been amazing um, in the last even three weeks since my like all call plea. That's un- which was awesome. Yeah, that's really unbelievable. All right, with a few minutes left, I'm I'm so stunned by that. But with a few minutes left, tell me about Teal Botanicals and how uh, yeah, and how on earth they're helping you ship books to the Philippines. So, so interesting. Um, so a lot of I, I try to post often on social media and. This company, Teal Botanicals, started following me on Facebook and Instagram, and they sent us a message saying, can we chat? We promise we're not spam. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I I scheduled a phone call, and Carmela, the CEO, is from the Philippines. She lives in New York, and she has the passion to get books to children from the country where she grew up. And I said, I'm happy to give you the books, but funding is just not there, let alone $25 to a box, you know, in Texas. Right. I, I can't get them to the Philippines. It's, it's a crazy. I, you know, it's not worth it for us to spend all that money on two boxes when it could be done for 10 boxes in the U.S. So she said, no problem. I have connections. I know people who ship. I know people who, you know, do all that um, commerce, you know, overseas. I'll handle the shipping if you handle the books. So we spoke about it. And she's basically, the plan is, to she's going to get to me the sorts of books that the towns there need in terms of age. And the company will be delivering boxes that they use to the to my home. I'm filling them, and they're picking them up and shipping them. So it's wow. it's amazing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. I tell you, this is when I this is when I love social media. The power of social media to do good is really astounding, and um, it is it is unbelievable how this brainchild of the two of you has grown into such an incredible organization. Hindi'slibraries.com is where you can find more information about the organization. And, of course, you can email Leslie directly, L-E-S-L-I-E, at Hindi'slibraries.com to place your Purim cards order. Folks, I have to tell you, I, 25 bucks goes a really long way. You know, a, a common Jewish denomination is 36. It's not even 36. And 36 is like a, you know, a, a good Jewish minimum, shall we say, in terms of making a donation somewhere if you can float the 36 bucks. We're not even talking that. We're talking $25 to send an entire box of books to someone in need. Get it done. Go to hindislibraries.com and make your donation today. David and Leslie, I'm continued continually inspired by you guys. I, I wish you both the best of luck. I, ironically enough, wish you a happy Purim, which I didn't imagine I would be doing, but I am because it seems to be tomorrow. And um, and call a kavod to you guys and keep up the great work. Thank you, Miriam. Thanks for Thank having so much, us and being a supporter. We're so happy to have you on board. Are Thank you kidding? You. It's really the best 25 bucks I spend. Honestly, Thank it's you. the best 25 bucks I spend. Thank you both. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Thanks for joining me this week. Coming up at just the top of the hour is the live lunch hosted by Nahum Siegel. Of course, that goes until 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock throwback Thursday. Don't forget, 7 p.m. Eastern time. It's the Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Samick, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Folks, we got a lot going on in the next couple of weeks. Starting Monday, it is our 
kosher halftime show promo preview extravaganza. Don't miss a minute of it. We can't wait to tell you about everything we have going on and our thank you to everyone who's been involved in this year's production, both who are part of our Nachum Siegel Network team officially and unofficially. We really thank everyone, including Mayor Kay and Eighth Day and all of our sponsors who make all of our programming possible. We're going to close out today's show with Rami Kleinstein's Matanot Tanot. That's what happens when you give somebody a book. You give them a Matanak Tana. That means everything. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. שעובר אצלנו במשך דורות מתנות קטנות מי שהוא שלח לי מתנות קטנות רסיסים של כוונה עיגולים של אמונה מתנות קטנות מי שהוא שלח לי מתנות קטנות כמו הכוח לקבל את מה ש... Thank you.
עיגולים של אמונה, מתנות קטנות, מישהו שלח לי מתנות קטנות, כמו הכוח לקבל את מה שאין, את מה שיש, מה עוד אפשר כבר לא? 